ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. Thank you for taking the time out of your day and the world that you exist in to come and just hang out on ours for a minute. We hope this gives you some insight and some perspective and just a moment to think about how this all plays into your life. I am Stacey Johnston. I am honored to be here and equally honored to be alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. I am enjoying the cool weather that the hellacious wind brought in. And, Mm. yeah, great cool to be here. Looking forward to the conversation. How about you? The same. I always love these conversations. Right, I always love them. I love this time of year. I kind of think as the temperature starts to drop a little, what my hope is this year is that hearts kind of start to warm up a little bit. Right, the world seems a little... A little red, a little hot, a little angry right now. So I hope it gets better for everybody, right, and we can roll into this fall season. Beautiful. So I'm honored, as always, to, to have these conversations. I love what we learn and who we get to meet. We're very fortunate to have a lady back with us today who was a guest before with us on our Uncaped Heroes podcast, and now we get to bring her back in and get some more knowledge from her. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I would love to bring in Angela Quinteros. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back with you guys. I had a great time on the last episode and looking forward to this one and whatever word we're going to be discussing today. It's going to be fun. Kathy, what's one of the things that intrigues you the most about some of these conversations that we get to have? The perspective. Um, I love that one word can bring in so many different perspectives and different aspects and be interpreted in so many different ways, I just think it's fascinating to me to see how these words play out for people, what they mean to them, and vice versa. You know, it's just, I like discussing what they mean to me as well. So, you know, I sometimes I think I find myself getting a preconceived notion about what this conversation is going to be about and how it's going to roll, and I've learned so much just about human language and how one word can mean so many different things to so many different people just by your experience with that in your life. So it's fascinating to me. So today, ladies, I would like to ponder the word surrender. So, Angela, we're going to let you kick us off. When you hear the word surrender, what does that bring to mind for you? Well, for me right now, I'm in a season of um, strengthening my faith, and so surrender, the first thing that comes to me is just my goal on a daily basis in surrendering to God and His will in my life. And what, I guess, definition-wise, or what that means, would be just to abandon myself to Him, give up my own... Attempt to give up control um, in the areas where I've where I know I've tried to control and just recognize that he's the all-powerful and has the ultimate plan and I just need to trust and surrender to him um, to follow that plan. I think that's beautiful, you know, and I think that's what it requires when you get to that place where you're really gonna reown your faith. I think it takes a level of surrender and of saying, you know, hands up, I can't do this by myself anymore. I need, to, need you to come alongside. Kathy, how about you? What does the word surrender bring to mind for you? Um, it brings, when I hear the word surrender, my first thought is, you know, surrendering is not a physical thing. Surrendering is 
releasing all of your thoughts and emotions regarding a situation and accepting someone else's. You know, same thing with faith. It is disregarding your own will and your choices and your desires to take on another another form of that. You know, so surrender to me is not necessarily a negative thing, but it is a it's almost like the calm before the storm. You know, it's the it's the the low laying transformation that causes the phoenix to rise. That makes sense. Yeah, I really like that too. I really like that too. I think when I when I think about the word surrender, it's um it's about peace for me. Right when you finally give up the fact that you're not in fact a grand overall designer. Mm-hmm. Right that the bug does not in fact stop with you. Right? It's it stops somewhere else. And when you finally surrender yourself to that is surrender yourself to emotions, right? If you're afraid until you surrender yourself to the fact that you're afraid and you not necessarily give in, because I don't, I don't think the word surrender means quit. I don't think it means give in. I don't think it means give up. I think it means come to terms with, maybe. Mm. Right? So when you surrender yourself to that fear, you get to stand alongside it and you get to sit with it. And you get to learn about it and understand why you're afraid and what that's about for you so you can move past it. But until you surrender yourself to the fact that it's there, it continues to be an obstacle. And so when you finally make peace with fear, there's a level of comfort in that, right? There's a level of I can manage, right? And so surrender for me is peace. Mm. So where does that conversation take you, Angel? What's your next thought? No, I like that. And I was, as I was listening to both of your guys' responses, I was even kind of thinking of like the visual image of surrendering of like, you know, wave the white flag of, of like you said, like the negative side, I guess, right? That we give up. But even in what you just said, even if you are interpreting surrender as that waving the white flag, I'm done, connecting it to what you said, it's like, no, it's that sense of peace because at least your outcome is predictable, <laughs> right? Like yeah. you're still an active participant in the decision or the choice that you're making in that moment. And I'm thinking like, you know, in the the long time ago visual that we get in our history books of scenes of war and then a, a literal white flag being waved over the hill or something like that. And right. it's like those that troop though that captain or whoever they made that conscious choice of like this is what's best for us right now and like you said that moment of peace it's almost like at least we're having a say in the outcome of what happens versus if we don't take that step or we don't recognize that that's where we need to be then we could be subjecting ourselves to complete abolishment because we're just going to fight and fight and not know the outcome and possibly lose every man whereas in surrender every man survives we just have to learn and adapt to whatever the, I hate this term, but I'm going to use it because I can't think of anything else, new normal <laughs> might yeah. be when that other side takes us over because we've just surrendered. Does that, does that make sense, like where, where I went as you guys were talking? <laughs> it does. Cassie, how about you? What's your response to that? I think that <clears throat> when the general, I don't mean this negatively, but, I think when the general public hears the word surrender, that's what they think of. You know, they think of giving up, mm-hmm. throwing up that white flag, 
mm-hmm. healing to whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And from that visual standpoint, like, I see it as the opposite. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, I don't physically surrendering. Really, in the end, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because, you know, it's, it's what's inside that counts. Mm-hmm. As cliche as that sounds, but if your your feelings and your emotions and your spirit are surrendered to a place of peace and comfort, physical surrendering doesn't mean anything. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I like that. I think that I think it has to do with your acceptance of the grand overall design. And what that is for you, right? For me, it's God. Right? That, to me, that's the grand overall designer. And so I, I look to that to be, right, if I'm going to surrender, again, I think we get a, a confused concept that surrender means that I have to lay down what I believe and pick up what you believe for there to be any peace. And that's not true. I think sometimes it's making peace with what you believe and going, okay, no matter what anybody else tells around me, that's what I believe, and making peace with that and surrendering to the way, who are you? Right? I think we spend a whole lot of time trying to be this because it's the best thing, right? Everybody says, oh, no, you got to be this. If you're this, then you can move forward. If you're this, then you can be successful. So we take our us and we try to mold it into be this so that we can form. And I think, again, you have to surrender to the fact that we're not a – we are all individual. We have this grand design walk that nobody else can walk. And that's okay to surrender to being you and loving who you are and growing who you are because that, that surrender puts a different light on it, right? That's, you know, the else surrender to the fact that that's who I'm supposed to be. Yeah, You're surrendering to, to your higher purpose. That's what I hear you Amen. say. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And, I think, there's, I, I think that's where the peace comes from because it's not about giving up what I believe to own somebody else's belief. It's not surrendering who I believe I am. Mm-hmm. It's owning who I am with that blessing. Mm-hmm. Right? That God said, you know, I made you by design just like you're supposed to be and it's only one of you. Be okay yeah. with that. Yeah, like that kind of brings me back to what we were talking about the other day about that there is only one you, right? You were made for a specific purpose. A gazillion stars, all the amazing things in the world, and God still thought that the world needed one of you too, right? But you're never going to succeed and fulfill your purpose if you're trying to mirror somebody else. Because Mm -hmm. just like that gentleman said, you'll never be first trying to be someone else. You'll always be a second-rate someone else because that's not your journey you know what I mean so you have to accept I think acceptance is a lot of surrender yeah I think so too giving up judgment Angel how about you yeah no I totally agree and um, while you were saying that and what that gentleman said in your previous episode it reminds me of a lot about what we hear in the online coaching world, right? Is like that's the that's the concept that each of us coaches is trying to embrace is that we 
have a uniqueness about us that sets us apart from any other coach in the online coaching world. And for mm -hmm. those of us that are faith-based coaches, um, you know, the coaching program that I'm a part of is, is a Christ-centered model. And so it's very heavy on exactly what you just said. Like, God has given each one of us a unique talent, a unique approach, a perspective, whatever it may be, but it is individualized and unique to us. And by surrendering our business to him and following his lead and being open to his direction, we will embrace that uniqueness and find that uniqueness and then be able to highlight it and set ourselves apart and really be matched up with our ideal clients that God already has reserved for us. So that's kind of what that reminded me of, of like everything I'm learning right now in, in establishing myself in this online coaching world. And, you know, surrender is the foundation of it because it is, it's, surrendering to God and that he has called me here, right? I was in, you know, from the previous episode, I just left my 18-year career in education where I was at the top. I was a school principal running a school, but I mm -hmm. knew God was calling me to something different, and I had to surrender to that. I had to turn in a letter of resignation <laughs> Amen. to Amen. surrender to what he was calling me to and just fully walk out in faith and embrace that this is where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And God has clients already waiting to connect me with, and that's why he called me out of the public service of education and into this online coaching world to connect with those women. Amen. You know, and as a coach, so all three of us sit in a place of being coaches, speakers, trainers, teachers, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. All three of us. And in that position, in that role, Cassie is a recovery coach, right? As a as a connected, what do you need coach, right? Yeah. And and like you, but the things that we do, how many times in your coaching business do you say, you gotta give that up, you gotta let go, yeah. right? Let that shit go. Well, there it is. There's 700 phrases for you. Got to get past that. You got to lay it down. Isn't that a form of surrender? Absolutely. I mean, we're we're coaching people how to surrender to it and to let it go, and so. We, it gets our job as that, one of our, one of our jobs needs to be to take words like surrender and mm -hmm. take it out of the negative zone mm -hmm. and put it over here in the positive zone and how much power is in that when you finally give it up and let it go and realize you don't have control. Yeah. Right. yeah surrender is the fact that you do not have control. So let me ask you both this as parents, okay, and as, and as teachers and influencers of the young, how do you model Surrender on the positive side versus the negative side. Kathy. I think, you know, as a parent, as long as you're, what you're modeling to them doesn't resemble giving up, then you're ahead of the game, right? Because... We live in a society right now where if it's broken, you throw it away, whatever it is, because you can get a new one and everything's disposable, right? So I think that it's very important to show them that, you know, yes, this might have happened, but there's always a silver lining. There's always a lesson involved. We have to accept the lesson that we've learned and accept the consequences of our actions and, you know, surrender our actions to the situation because we, we took part in that situation, whatever that may be, but we didn't give up. 
Hmm. We didn't quit. Yeah. We didn't throw in the white flag, you know. Yeah. But we surrendered and accepted. <laughs> I love it. Angela? Yeah, I totally agree with what Cassie said. And then I would add to that that um, one of the things that came to my mind was one of your other words for the week that I wasn't sure might get tossed at me was selfless. And so, mm-hmm. like, in a family unit and in, amongst siblings um, or even what we teach our kids of how to interact in the world that they go out to on the school day, on, on athletic teams, et cetera, it's that idea of, like, surrendering or yielding to the other party involved or the other person. So in the case of my three boys, if there's that sort of tit-for-tat thing going on and it's somebody started something so the other one does it right back to them, <laughs> you know, I'm always intervening and, like, reminding them of, like, this will never end unless one of you is willing to step up and say, I'm done and walk away from it or surrender or yield to that other person. Just be like, you know what, I'm going to be the bigger person and know that this is not worth my energy right now. And mm-hmm. so that's something that I'm always kind of trying to coach them on. And, you know, I probably said it a thousand times, but with kids, that's how many times it takes. And when they're adults or young, young adults, hopefully that will just innately become a part of, of how they respond to situations. Um, so that's kind of what came to mind to me was more of like that yield to or that act of selflessness and being willing to be the one to be the quote unquote bigger person. Mm. You know, when I think relationships, families, marriages, they take a level of surrender. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that thing, a marriage is 50-50. Right. Everybody contributes 50%. Everybody gives in. That's so not true. Some days it is. Right, but if you base all your expectations on this 50-50 life, you're going to be so much disappointed so many times. Because sometimes you've you, sometimes you got to give 90 because that other person can only do 10. And then sometimes you've got to be okay with the fact that you need 10 today. Mm-hmm. Right, and somebody else to be 90. So sometimes it takes compromise. Sometimes it takes what, a plan, okay, let's share it instead of it just being my way. How can we make it, that can be a win-win for everyone. And I think that's also a level of surrender, that it doesn't always have to be your way. Just because you're not leading the parade, they're still going to have the parade. Yeah. You know, I think especially for new parents, the idea of surrendering their entire life to an infant is terrifying. And they don't realize that that's what they're doing, but that's what you have to do. You know, you have to accept the fact that, you know, as a mom, we're all moms, you have to accept the fact that, you know, you're going to get less sleep than anybody in the house. You're going to have to clean up a majority of the disgusting stuff that makes everybody else puke. You're going to be the one that eats the leftovers after everybody's done because you were too busy making sure everybody was taken care of, right? But, and those aren't negative things. That's part of being a mom. But to not be offended and feel like you're getting the short end of the stick, you have to be okay with that. Amen. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, kids don't come with batteries or a, user, or a user's manual. Right? No. Either one. And, but neither does marriage. Right? It's the same thing. And both of those things are a decision that you make. You either decide to give your time and your effort to be a quality parent or to be a quality spouse, or it just becomes a thing you own that you're responsible for and a piece of paper. And I think that's also one of the reasons that people... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just... I think that's Giving, loving, kind, 
gracious, accepting way. You have to surrender yourself to some of those things, or you're always going to be disappointed. You're always going to feel let down. You're always going to feel, like you said, like you're getting the short end of the stick instead of it being a gift. It's something you're willing to give. And I think that that is also a hard concept for young people getting married, you know, that go through the marriage classes or that talk to a pastor or that have any history in the church because one of the things I think gets misinterpreted the most is that you have to surrender yourself to your husband. You have to surrender yourself to your, to your spouse. And that doesn't mean you become submissive and you become a servant. That means you accept the relationship and you accept that it's not all about you anymore. You know, and I think they, they misinterpret that, thinking that they have to surrender their entire life and become less than right. to succeed. Mm-hmm. Right. Cuts off their ability to grow beyond where they stand right in. The moment they say, I do, that's over. Because they, yeah. now they have to become this. And I, you're right. And I think it changes so much of the concept of it and the power behind it. So, ladies, we are at that place where we're going to have to let our audience go so we stay within our time. What a beautiful conversation this has been. I could keep on with this indefinitely and just keep going. I think we could continue to expand on it in lots of different ways. So um, a couple of things, audience, I would love for you to always remember that we are brought to you by Enlighten Up and Guided by Grace. If we can serve you, if we can help you with whatever you're walking through in your life, if you want to have a conversation with us, if you want to banner a word, if you want to share your story, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. Let's take our usual. Let's let everybody have a moment to close. I surrender the stage to my co-host and my guest at this point. Cassie, how would you like to leave our audience today with the word surrender? The same way I always do, with a challenge. I challenge our audience to at least begin to be open to the idea that surrender is not a negative thing all the time, you know. It depends on how you look at it, what situation you're in, and what the outcome is going to be. Is it going to be positive or negative? But either way, I challenge you to step back and look at a situation in your life that you are resisting and figure out why. And just think I about love, it. I love that. I love that challenge. Just to, to ask you how you're going to own that word in your own life. Angela, we would be honored if you would take the stage Take the last 90 seconds and close out our show for us. How would you like to leave our audience today with the word surrender? Awesome. Thank you. Um, I, similar to Cassie, of a bit of a challenge of just, you know, like we discussed throughout this episode, every person has a calling and a purpose. And in order to truly fully walk into that and embrace it, you, there has to be a level of surrender that takes place. Um, and so I would encourage and challenge the listeners that that, that resonated with to really sit with it, um, spend a moment with our Heavenly Father and allow Holy Spirit to just speak to you and in areas of your life where you need to surrender so that you can fully embrace what um, the Lord has for you um, because you won't walk into that full light and you won't walk into his full blessings until you've taken that step of surrender. So I would love to see some of our listeners um, take that step and embrace what is 
coming to them through blessings from our Heavenly Father.